What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Something y'all want to talk about? <laughs> Something y'all can't wait to hear us uh, have some opinions on? What are you, what are you talking about? Oh, oh you know what know. they say opinions are like. What is that? Assholes. Is that right? <laughs> now, where do you put them? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's that saying? You can put... This is flagrant two, okay? It's not flagrant one. It's flagrant two. No easy buckets. Never an easy bucket. Analysis by assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm Akash Singh. Alex Media is over there. Say you're, hi, Alex. You're shut your mouth. <laughs> Yo, do you want to plug dates? We should probably plug some dates yeah. before we get to the bottom of this situation. Because <laughs> we got a situation, Akash. Yeah, that's that really needs getting to the bottom of. Oh yeah, we gotta open. We gotta open this situation up wide. We gotta unpack it because <laughs> I feel like it's been really packed in. It's yeah. going to take a lot of unpacking. And I know these other news outlets are trying to stuff it to the bottom of the news. <laughs> They're just trying to shove it all the way down there right to the bottom with all the poop and shit <laughs> and other things that they try to squash. You know what I mean? They're talking about people coming through a border that's supposed to... St I don't know. <laughs> 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 I really thought I could squeeze a nice little border joke slash yeah. you know, splash zone. I thought maybe it would be splat, I don't, you know borders exit only. <laughs> so is an asshole. <laughs> Listen, it really is going to take some magic, maybe even a wizard, to really figure out <laughs> how we can discuss this story. <laughs> oh. That's good. oh boy, I know who's got a wand. <laughs> Sometimes it's the people that you think are really a witch. <laughs> but not all witches are witches. Sometimes these bitches are wizards. <laughs> and if there ain't one, if there's one magic trick they can't pull off. <laughs> Let me actually bring that back. If there's one thing they can't pull off, <laughs> they would love to. It's a wand. Oh my god! <laughs> Can't hocus pocus away a cock. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh my god! All right, guys, abracadabra. Let's get into this shit. It's flagrant too. Oh, by the way, we got some dates. You know what I mean? Oh, we got yeah, some, yeah, yeah. We got some dates we gotta talk about. Atlanta. While we're talking about buttholes, Atlanta. I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Have you seen the Hawks logo? Doesn't it look like it's getting fucked? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just man. a bird with his wings open like... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Atlanta, I'm going to be down at the Relapse Theater uh, December 1st. Is this coming Saturday? Alex Media coming with me. We're going to have a good old time in Atlanta. Um, great old time. Not the type of time you're probably thinking about right now. Not the type of time that, you know, some NBA players might have had down there. Speak but for yourself. You gonna have a Dwight Howard type of time down in oh, Atlanta, bro? Wait, no, <laughs> what the fuck is I'm happening? Out for Al. <laughs> Yo, don't let your Puerto Rican family hear that. 
Alex. There's nothing wrong with it. What? No, no, no. We're not judging anything. You do whatever you want with yourself, okay? We know you like fingers in your butt. <laughs> what? Didn't you say you like the finger in your butt? Yeah, no, I remember you saying tongue. you like You like tongue. Tongue. All tongue it. is a thick finger. No, it's not. It's yeah, it is. It's a wet soft. finger. You're getting a wet willy in your asshole. Yeah, you're buddy. getting no. a, a finger that just lacks dexterity. Rim, man. It, that's where it starts. Andrew has the that's best. That's a gateway drug to getting your butt pushed in. I remember you had a joke back in So you got shows in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I got shows. Let's, 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 let's knock these out. I got shows, shows in Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> you got bros there, too. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, man. For real, though. For real, though. Panda. 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 Yo, you panda. got shows panda. panda. Okay, sorry. You know pandas are going extinct. We got to talk about them. No, that's you true. You think Dwight ever got it thrown in him to that song? You going to say his name already? We didn't oh, even start bad. the show. My bad. We didn't start the show yet? We didn't start the show. We didn't start the show yet? Yo, Atlanta, 7 o'clock show sold out, by the way. Okay? We added another show because y'all wanted it. Okay? Y'all always want it. a little something extra yeah. down there. Y'all need it. <laughs> so, y'all, put yourselves inside that relapse theater. Go get some tickets to andrewschultz.com. 7 to 10.30. 10.30, still some tickets left. Sell that out, too. Make your boy feel loved, yo. Y'all gonna make your boy feel loved? It's okay Tell to openly love another man sometimes. Absolutely. Especially means coming to the comedy show. Yeah. You know I mean? Come inside the comedy Come show. Come inside the comedy show. Whoa. Just you know experience I mean? pleasure. Absolutely. Euphoria, even. You know what I mean? I'll be backstage. Alex, will be backstage. <laughs> She gets a lot of business done backstage. <laughs> Absolutely. In the back. What other dates you got, bro? Um, uh, Long Island, 12-8, December 8th. We're going to be on Bohemia, Long Island. Then we got Charlotte, All-Star Weekend. All of us going down there. I got two shows down there. Make sure you can check that out. TheAndrewShows.com for tickets. Akash coming. Alex coming. Kaz coming. Uh, then we got Miami. The Miami Improv. Brand new Miami Improv. Uh, February 1st and 2nd. Then San Diego. February 22nd and 23rd. Then LA. A few more tickets tickets left for LA but that's about to sell out so make sure you get those tickets immediately that's the 28th of February then we got Jacksonville and Orlando guys just letting you know I can't talk very much about it right now but views from the sis the tour um is ending in March okay so you have until from now until March to see me perform views from the sis once I put out this new project I can't tell you about this new project because these networks are gonna try to steal my motherfucking shit like they have in the past already they're gonna do it after I put it out regardless this is what happens but I can't say too much about it but this new project coming out in March I'm very excited about it okay but just let you know once I put out a project I stop doing that material Okay, so you have from now until March to come see Views from the Sis. All right, I hopefully will be adding a couple new dates, but come make sure you check out your boy. I love y'all so much. Uh, we also got a shout out to a new sponsor, Akash. Okay, let me hit days real quick. Yes, yes, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I apologize. Yep. My bad. Uh, nothing big. Uh, I just want to let you guys know how much I love you. If you go to UC Riverside, first of all, I got a show there tomorrow. Uh -huh. This is how much I love the asshole army. I flew in today. Right. Came straight here, recording an episode, mm -hmm. flying from New York to LA tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. doing the gig at UC Riverside, taking the 12.15 a.m. flight back to New York, coming to do the Patreon episode. Give give Akash some, some sympathy. Yo. I'm going to be some, sick. Y'all want some sympathy? <laughs> Why it's got to be sympathy? Why can't we just why can't we just empower <laughs> the asshole army? Give us a sympathy, yo. yo. Al, you not gonna clap with me? <laughs> this is the only reason why I why I do feel bad because you have uh, the immune system of like the other Indians. <laughs> like like his immune system is so trash. It's trash. I'm already sick. sick. And you're gonna get sick. 
The, by the way, this weekend was dope. Thank you so yeah, much, yeah. everybody who came out. Uh, yeah, Akash performed to his hometown. The reason why I cut you off is because we have a pre-roll that we should have already said. Oh, okay. But but go on, finish. Let's Thank fuck you over our sponsor, our brand new sponsor. Let's fuck them over. Do the sponsor. No, no, I'm just saying, go, say, say about Thank you, everybody who came out, just real yeah, quick. Uh, it was dope. 350 yeah, yeah. people came through. You know, sometimes people come out without even wanting to. Other people out them. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. That's an unfair thing to do. It is. I was able to come out on my own. You did come out on your own. I came and, home. and you came out right there at Hyenas. Came out right there at Hyenas. Did you know something interesting about the female hyena? What is it? Uh, the female hyena <laughs> has <laughs> a cock. Dead <laughs> serious the female hyena hyena has a cock really it's actually a really long clit but there's so much testosterone in them and it grows and it looks like a does cock that, does that ever happen in the human kingdom I would never know I would never know what would happen in the human kingdom. Yeah. I'm not sure at all. Do you know what happens? Uh, Are you serious? In the Disney kingdom in Orlando? <laughs> I bet some fun things happened in Orlando in the Disney kingdom. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, a lot of wizardry? Maybe a lot of wizardry. A lot of magic? A lot of magic, I would say. A lot of magic. Do you believe in magic? No, but you know one really good magic trick. Um, have you ever had this happen? Where a... Um, <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever had this event where uh, this is like one of the coolest magic tricks ever a uh, a, a dude um, uh, uses your asshole to make his dick disappear abracadabra <laughs> but go on, go on, go on. So, so Akash, you had your peoples at home. Yo, everybody came through. It was dope. It was exhausting. You like the sh- doing two forty-five minutes says is tiring, but when you're that nervous, like yeah. this is my first time headlining. Dude, uh, imagine being at a sex party. <laughs> Oh my God. With a bunch of <laughs> with a bunch of people who have just as much testosterone as you. Well, well I don't think they got that much testosterone. Oh, that's true. Good point. Good yeah, point. I mean, maybe like a middle ground. Imagine having that much testosterone and yeah. needing more. Oh my lord, that would like, be interesting. Like I want more testosterone in my body, in your body, or on it. Yeah. So, so you're at home headlining for the first time. You got. Your family coming out. My family's coming out. Friends from high school are coming out. Yeah. People I didn't even really like are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super nervous. Everybody's coming to the 930 show. Why? I don't know. That's just like when a, a bunch of people were saying they were coming. Right. Um, I was trying to think of a Dwight Howard joke about telling people you're coming. But anyway. Guys, stop mentioning. We don't know who we're talking about. Oh, we could right. be talking about you're anybody. Right. You're right. Jesus. But anyway, Christ, I did. I was snitching on ourselves. I did the first show. Who nervous. Are we, <laughs> <laughs> did the first show was nervous yeah. and then I finished that and I was like yo I'm tired from being nervous yeah. but then I got more nervous for the second show then had to do there. yeah they left me on longer because it was so many people so I did like an hour plus and Whoa. then when I was done I was like oh my god I'm fucking Gave everything. exhausted yeah yeah but what was cool I got to promo I got to do the ticket which is the radio uh, station I always shout out yes. one of the dudes came to the show really enjoyed it right. um, so hopefully you know hopefully I can go back and do it again but I just it was dope man it was a dope experience thank you that's great yeah. You saw some idiots out there? Some assholes were definitely getting thrown up Good. when I came out on stage. Some flagrant two merch was, was worn. Had a lady asshole come through. Mm. God bless. I love it. Yep. I love it. Y'all got to go see Akash perform, man. You got to go see Akash. Akash, one of my favorites. Um, okay, so. Live read? Yes. This show has been brought to you 
by a brand new sponsor I'm very excited to talk about, by the way. Fake news at night. Okay. You can watch these sketches, fake news at night, every Wednesday, 12 midnight. You heard me? 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time or until they get shut down. But it's facebook.com slash fake news at night. Okay. This is asshole army brethren right here created this show two to three minute sketches satirizing the news they're making fun of the news the whole thing is that they're not taking a position left or right thank god thank god it's amazing but thank god and and they're making fun of what the fuck the news is and it's hilarious they got these sketches i saw a few of them so far they sent me links to them but you guys go check them out it's a couple minutes this is asshole army brethren and they told me in their pitch to financiers for the show that they use flagrant two as an example of how there is an audience out there for non-PC comedy for non-cuck How fucking comedy. dope is it? So dope. Just really excited. So uh, not a single topic will be covered that any politician has a stance on on the show. Topics will be covered, but they're not going to take a politician's stance. Right. And it's just a great take on the news. It's like what The Onion should have been before they became like super cucked out. Yeah. And yeah, I just want you guys to go check it out. Facebook.com slash fake news at night. They got on board. They told, basically the dude told me, he said, listen, we love what you guys are doing here. You know, they told us all these different places we could go advertise. And it's like, no, you guys are the people that, you know, speak to, you know, what we're about in comedy. And we would love all the people that listen to go check it out. So do them a favor. This is asshole army. Okay. Support go our support. own. Go support our own. They came through us and I just, I just love it. I think it's great. So make sure you check that out. Facebook.com slash fake news at night. Um, and yeah, now let's get into Dwight Howard and his tranny. So the way the tranny got into Dwight Howard, allegedly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, allegedly, yeah, you're right. Akash. You're right. You're right. Okay, this is all alleged. Yeah, nothing, right. nothing is true or false here. Okay, I just want to let everybody know. This is the third time. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to tell him. Yeah, we have to. Okay, this is the third time we're recording this. Right. The third time. First time, technical difficulties. First time, technical difficulties, a.k.a. Alex Media. <laughs> you got to take away media from your shit, son. <laughs> your shit should just be Alex. <laughs> you sound a very Alex right you now. You Al for the next week. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no media. Ain't no tech. Ain't no nothing. Ain't no it's two just X's. Al. Fuck out of here, bro. Al. Should be working on cars. The way he was <laughs> clicking shit on the fucking... You saw him trying to fix it, act like he knew what he was doing? He's like, look, I'm clicking it, the program... Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> okay? Alright. What happened the second time? Second time, we it was a long one. Yeah. You and know to, what I mean? To be honest, we weren't true to who we are. You know, No, I'll tell you what it is. I agree with you. I think what it was is... We hadn't spoken about this together just yet. True. And some, we just needed to get it out, get all the feelings out before we could have fun with it. Right. Because that's what this has to be. I have to have fun with it. Everybody right. taking this shit so goddamn serious. We know what the fuck this story is. Okay. It's a gay dude or a trans chick. I don't know what that person is. I'll right. be honest. I have no clue how they want to be spoken about. I don't know what the pronoun is. I don't know. What Let's the- just call them garbage. How about that? Fine. I don't know about that one. No! <laughs> this person, regardless of gender or our sexual identification, right. is trash. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. Good. Okay, I let's didn't... back up. Let's back up. That's a little harsh. <laughs> yeah. He's got a beautiful hair. He's beautiful weave. Good word. He's a handsome fuck. He's a pretty guy. He He's pretty. pretty. He's he beautiful. He like Prince. He Prince Dwight Howard. You know who he is? Huh. He like the pharaoh 
from 300. <laughs> you know that pretty ass pharaoh from the 300 Persian. the Persian ass yeah, pharaoh yeah, yeah. oh no that's not a pharaoh pharaoh's yeah. Egyptian yeah, whatever yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about brown and makeup that's a pharaoh oh, <laughs> pharaoh, pharaoh sounds like a nice way to say the F word <laughs> <laughs> so he like a pretty ass pharaoh hair laid all right mm-hmm. I could see how I could see how a Dwight Howard you know what I mean First of all, you like a bigger woman. You 6'11". These little ass brittle girls can't handle you. <laughs> they can't handle Superman. You know what I'm saying? You Superman. You know what I'm saying? You seen what happened to Lois Lane always protecting her? <laughs> he always got to protect Lois Lane. You need you a superwoman. And ain't nothing could make a woman super <laughs> than if she was a man. You're the a man little is- added testosterone. You're Superman. You're the man of steel. You love you some steel. (laughs) (laughs) Do we hiss that one? Apparently. I thought it'd be funny, but I was wrong. I will take that. The way Dwight Howard takes that. We all taking L's today, bro. All I'm saying is, this dude, chick, shorty, I don't know what you want you to be called. Whatever you want to be called, put that on the Twitter. Let's look at her Twitter, what she says she want to be called. I think I saw a tweet that she found that she got donkey the day and told Charlemagne to call her sis. Sis? Like... S-I-S? S-I-S, not C-I-S. Definitely not C-I-S. No, but C-I-S. that's like some that's like some black girl shit like, hey, sis, how you doing, sis? Right? That's not like I cisgendered. C-I-S is like Schultz's tour. Yeah, yeah. Views from a sis, which you guys can see. Go to theandrewschultz.com for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, point I'm saying is, we know what the fuck this story is about. Everybody afraid to say it? Yeah. Alex, you know what this story is about? 100%. Alex. Yeah, I do. Alex, you know what this story is about. <laughs> I do know what it's about. You know exactly what this story is about. <laughs> You're fucking retarded. So before this episode, and this is the real reason why we waited for the third time, <laughs> we're having this discussion about Dwight Howard. And we're having a discussion about him allegedly hooking up with a male. Right. And liking it. And liking trans women. And if that makes him in fact homosexual yeah homosexual right and alex says it doesn't and we said what are you talking about and he said when i was in jail in sweden (laughs) 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 he said when i was in prison in sweden i saw a man he said and i quote (laughs) <laughs> I saw a man shampooing his hair the finest of golden locks he goes the locks would curl up in his hands as he let the suds build up in his scalp and hair and Alex said I remember looking at that man and I remember thinking Gays go to hell. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Gays go to hell. But to me, that looks like heaven. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right, we all taking L's here. Yeah, oh, but, you know what I mean. I thought I could get something it out was of it. I tried long to build it up. Set up, dude. I tried to build it, man. You know what I gotta say to that? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, man, we're going for it at least. <laughs> Fuck it. Everybody else scared. Dwight's. <sighs> the beauty of being comedians. Is that we can make jokes? We're not going. We're not going to even do it. Look, here's the reality of the matter. We got this story, and everybody's trying to make sense of this story. This is all that matters about this story. This chick's clearly trying to extort Dwight, okay? And she's using her being trans, and what if she is trans or gay? I'm truly not sure what she is. And the reason I say that is because she doesn't have any titties or anything like that. She just has straight hair. It doesn't seem like she's made any effort to be a beautiful female. hair, gorgeous beautiful hair. hair. Yeah. We don't know if it's real. But regardless, it's laid right. very nicely. Right. Um, but she's clearly using her transness as a weapon. Yes. Right? Like, that's what's really going on here. And this is the, the conversation that should be had, right? Yes. She's, she's taking a private, potentially consensual relationship. We don't know if they've done anything at all together. Yes. Right? Nobody Correct. has any proof that they've done anything at all. She has proof that they spoke. She's proof that they spoke. She's proof that they DM'd. And she's recorded all these conversations. What does that say to you? They spoke. But it also says... Oh, she's been plotting. She's collecting information. Yeah. Right? To eventually use against him. Right. She's afraid that they're potentially or allegedly threatening her because she won't sign an NDA. Now, my curiosity is, why do they want you to sign an NDA? What are they oh. concerned about? Uh, what this, potentially is going on here? This. Oh, that you could take this private consensual relationship and expose it to the world at a cost to him? I'll be honest. I would not be surprised if she had tried to extort him already. She turns it into, he was my boyfriend, and then I found out he was fucking other girls. Oh, was he? The guy that got eight different girls pregnant? <laughs> the guy that got eight the different NBA girls pregnant? The all-star? What? What? An, an NBA all-star? What? Who, 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 who has gotten eight different girls pregnant? Wasn't faithful? <gasps> Did you think you got religious Christian, Dwight, from 14 years ago? Is that the Dwight you he think you got? On. Let me ask you a question. Would religious Christian Dwight be uh. fucking you? That's a great question. I think the answer is pretty clear. No. no. Absolutely not. So what are you basing this idea of fidelity and wholesomeness? These tweets that she has out. She goes, he's never been married. And what was the other one? And no, uh, no girlfriend. No, no girlfriend. Wives, never been like married. That. Yeah. So, look at the kids. Yeah, that's not, that makes you a less eligible bachelor if you've never been married, but you got f probably six at the time, baby mamas. Let's say that he is. That's eligible? Let's say that he is into trans, Akash. Let's say that he is into trans and men. Let's say allegedly he likes having sex with them. I think it's quite reasonable that the, that the reason he's doing that, Akash, and you touched on this earlier, the reason why he's transitioned from women to Male body parts right. is because, get it, it's your theory. <laughs> well, no, you came up with this earlier. He's trying to not get him pregnant. <laughs> it's just like, listen, you get, if you're eight for eight, if he could only shoot free throws the way that he shoots up clubs, <laughs> if it was only that automatic for him, 
You know, eventually you probably just going, bruh. He's Steph Curry's the pussy. He he is. He's Steph Curry the womb. Real talk. <laughs> Can't miss when it comes to a womb. He's like, I still love fucking. I gotta fuck something that don't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. What can I fuck raw that don't get pregnant? Mm-hmm. Well, dudes don't get pregnant, but they be looking like dudes. <laughs> there was only some dudes out there that looked like girls, oh, but they didn't get pregnant. Oh, that's a great fucking theory. Who are they? Tarranis. <laughs> Tarranis. Oh, the perfect man. option. The perfect situation. God's golden creation. <laughs> God's golden creation for the oh NBA God. athlete or for an athlete in general. God created the perfect specimen for you. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> a a quote-unquote woman you could have sex with that doesn't get pregnant. That has the logic of a man. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't get attached like a man. You would think. You would think. But then the Lord works in mysterious ways. Doesn't he? And just when you thought that you had come across God's golden creation, there was fire and then there was she-man. Just when you thought you found a logical woman who could get nutted in without getting pregnant, what happens? She goes acting like a bitch. She go acting like a lady. <laughs> you can even hear his, his his how upset he was on the phone. Here this dude go acting like a bitch. <laughs> Here he go. <laughs> just when I thought I found someone perfect, someone who was just for me, someone who who right after the game I could talk to about the game and actually know the rules. <laughs> someone who called me up, bitch, you probably dunk. I didn't think it was three seconds. <laughs> bitch, you know what three seconds is, bitch? God bless you, bitch. Oh, man. Just when he thought he found his perfect golden creation, she gonna ruin it trying to extort him. This bitch. This bitch. This bitch. How dare this bitch? And again, she not a bitch because she a tranny. No. She a bitch because why, Akash? Because she a bitch. Because she a bitch. <laughs> bitch, you bitch? a bitch, bitch. 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 Come on, bitch. 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 How the fuck could you do this, bitch? You had the perfect situation, bitch. You had your goofy 6'11 charming dude that you tweeted about. And then you go record conversations with him. Try to trick him into saying he he loved dick. Try to trick him. What was the conversation she had? Alex? She said... So you go say, Dwight, <laughs> <laughs> so you go say, you know, you didn't say you wanted to suck dick and get fucked in your ass? Dwight confused. If he say no, then he likes it. If he says yes, then he likes it. So what does he say? I don't remember saying that. Yep. I would have went about it a little differently, Dwight. I think you could have been a little firmer on your, your reaction. You could say, I don't want to suck dick and I don't want to get fucked in my ass. What are you talking about? Either way, you don't put that out. Yo, real talk, maybe, maybe Dwight's trying to be the progressive American citizen that he is. And she's saying, you don't want to suck dick. You don't want to get fucked in your ass. And maybe Dwight's going, I don't see anything wrong with those things. I'm not personally into it. 
but I'm not going to judge people that are. <gasps> Maybe this whole story is thrown out of whack because of, like you said, this garbage bitch. This bitch garbage. We we are taking <laughs> our transphobia, our uh, 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 what's it called, homophobia, and putting it on Twice when Twice got none of that. Bruh, this bitch. Twice got none. You know who is? transphobic and homophobic this bitch this bitch <laughs> using it thinking she could trick Dwight hey Dwight you saying you don't like that shit goes, no I don't remember saying that but that's cool if you do it wow you tried to pin him as being transphobic you the one using transphobia against Dwight so you could sell your, your books bitch bitch that's bitch acting like bitch wow bitch wow <laughs> wow <laughs> wow <laughs> Look at look at the story that's unfolding, bitch. <laughs> I hate this bitch for real. And, and you know what everybody's talking about right now? Like you said earlier, how transphobic, how homophobic is this? You know who hasn't said anything transphobic or homophobic in any single message towards this bitch? Dwight Howard. You know who is not using transphobia and homophobia to take someone down? Dwight Howard. You know who was completely open to trans sex and gay sex? Dwight Howard. Allegedly. Wide open to it. Wide open. <laughs> like when he's at the three-point line. <laughs> Wide open. <laughs> okay? Defenders daring him to shoot. How dare this girl try to flip it on him? She a terrible bitch. You know what? This dude is open-minded about her and what she likes to do sexually. And she used that against him. She used that against him. Not once will you see any homophobia. She outed him. Fam. She out In the gay community, that's like a cardinal sin. And this bitch oh, is gosh. supposed to be a part of that community. Outed this dude. And I'm going to crack jokes because I'm a comedian. Just like he getting cracked open. But God. that's a foul fucking thing to do to sell a book, bitch. If anybody knows about how important it is to come out of the closet, it's Akash. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't feel comfortable coming out yet. Because of bitches like this, bitch. this bitch. That's why it personally bothers <laughs> <How>? me. <laughs> the fear that she has struck in the hearts of homosexuals in Akash. <laughs> Akash, the community is looking at you like, bye ya, bye ya, bye ya. I can't even do it. Bye sa. I can't even. Bye sa. Because of this bitch. Because of this. How dare she? <laughs> How dare she use this as a threat? This is she a terrorist? She a traitorist? <laughs> this bitch a traitorist? This bitch out here is with the trainerisms. <laughs> Trainerizing the neighborhood. Trainerizing the fucking neighborhood. Trainerizing all the Twitter. Uh -huh. Osama bin Elijah, whatever this bitch name is. <laughs> Osama bin Masson. Her name is Masson. Osama bin Masson is trainerizing the neighborhoods, trainerizing the NBA, trainerizing the DM. This is an act of trainerism. It is a complete act of trainer. Where George Bush Jr. when you need him. We got to get these. We we need George Bush Jr. on the case to get these motherfucking trainers out of American. So where you snuck in with the caravan, bitch? You was sneaking in with the caravan, bitch. This honestly, this is a travesty. It's really a, it's a transvesty. That's what it is. It's a transvesty. It's a transvesty. Oh, honestly. 
I don't even feel comfortable using mass transit no more. <laughs> to be completely honest, can I even say that? What's the MTA? It's just the MTA. I'm not gonna say the whole thing because these oh, these these motherfucking trainers hold your butthole hostage. This motherfucker was trying to be nice. You know what she could have said to homeboy? Oh god. She could have said, "I got some friends for you." that have vaginas since birth that would love to fuck. And he could have been using her as a liaison to get some pussy. You never know. She met him on Wild and Out, she said. Oh my God. Which is hilarious because Wild and Out do not play that shit. But then she said she saw him one more time, I think. And that's a relationship, bitch. Oh, now you together? Bitch! Now you together? You definitely have transitioned. We thought y'all, we thought you were one of us. Okay? You definitely not one of the dudes no more, because oh, dudes ain't thinking like that. Unless they're Latino, right, Alex? Facts. <laughs> Once you go out one time, you go together. Oh, we move in the next day? Hey, yeah. <laughs> All I'm trying to, trying to say, Akash, is we have a serious problem with trainerism. Trainerism? Trainerism. These trans, these trainerists are out there trainerizing athletes and rappers because she did it to Playboy Cardi as well. And we cannot stand for it anymore. We have to put up a fight. We cannot have them using the very thing that they want us to accept about them as a weapon of mass destruction for your character and booty hole. If you are a prominent member of the LGBT plus whatever community, community. you better come out against this bitch. Oh my, you. If Dwight Howard is that, that's a beautiful thing and we shouldn't shame him for it and wow. neither should, she shouldn't have outed him for him. That is a personal thing wow. for him to do on his wow. own accord. Wow, Akash. Wow, Akash. You gonna shame a dude in the closet? Where do you think he gonna stay? In, in that closet. motherfucking closet. But if you don't shame him, you know what he gonna do? He gonna get a new door for that closet. <laughs> maybe a nice little screen door. Maybe maybe a little screen door where you can see in and you could be like, oh, is that guy? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He not out. He in there a little bit, but he looking out he perusing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He cracking it open. He cracking it open. He putting Sticking his little toe in the water. Oh, what is it cold? Oh, it's warm out there. <laughs> oh, it's well, oh, ISIS is gone. <laughs> oh, ISIS is gone. I could come out to play. Take off your hijab. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Wizards do kind of be looking like women in <laughs> in, in real like strict Muslim communities, bro. They be wearing the same shit. Uh, <laughs> Look at Merlin's outfit. That motherfucker was a devout Muslim wife. Maybe a witch was just a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Got the head covered. The hat. Gully, gully, chore. Pakistani, chore. Gully, gully, chore. Pakistani, chore. Why are you making him Chinese? Holy, holy. Chore. Pakistani, chore. Gully, gully, chore. Pakistani, chore. Oh, man. All I'm trying to say is. I ain't gonna shame a progressive brother like my man Dwight Howard. Nope. Look, we looked at those DMs. You tried to set them up. You tried to make them look homophobic. You tried to make them look transphobic. To act like you were threatened and Failed. then you started. Failed. Bitch, no, bitch. You weren't threatened. Where you was this threats? Show us the threats from Dwight. No I threats, see the threats from, from Dwight. Dwight. No threat from Dwight. I bet you if we look at Dwight's 
uh, DMs, we gonna find a threat from you, bitch. Oh, I bitch. bet you we gonna throw. Bitch, you right. We gonna find a nice little threat from you, and what's that threat gonna say? It's gonna say something. It's gonna say something like, "Hey, you're not talking to me anymore." Oh yeah, you think you could just leave me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna tell everybody you were talking to me, and here Dwight go, thinking he got his life together. Thinking that he not getting girls pregnant no more. He finally found his golden gift from God. And now it turns on him. Mm. It turns it, it turns out it wasn't a golden gift from God. Mm. You know what it was? You know what it was, what? Alex? What? Wasn't a gift at all. <laughs> Did they have you tried it again? <laughs> <laughs> I respect this. You know what, in drive you know what it was? Line. No, 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 no. I got this one, guys. <laughs> I got this one, guys. I got this one, guys. Do you know what it was? What? Same thing. Same thing when you were in that shower looking at that man with the locks and the soapy hair. Who's it, Tess? Who's it, Tess? What? It was a test. Okay. A test. <laughs> I'm not done. Can I hit it? Can I hit it though? Can I hit it? Let okay. me hit it. Okay, okay. All right, ready? That's what that girl said to Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight really tried to be friends with her. Yo. Come on, bitch. It was a test. What kind of test? Thank you for giving me a little setup, okay. at least. I was waiting, guys. <laughs> it was a test. What kind of test? <laughs> it was a test from only the only the the most evil person in the world. Who? Nothing else. <laughs> I can't believe you wasted that time Jesus with that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I was trying to think from my in my brain so hard, bro. I was trying to think in my brain so hard it wouldn't think. I was trying to think in my brain, bro. Nothing was coming, dog. Oh boy. Just, just hiss yourself. Fuck. Oh, Alright. Gosh. Oh, Damn, boy. Andrew shit. Man, we sound like Dwight's boyfriend talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, but for real, what was I trying to say? This bitch, this bitch, a treacherous bitch. Listen, what we said on one of the multiple times we recorded this part. <laughs> the reason why the game is fucked up right now is because these hoes don't have a check or a balance. You right? Okay, our government has checks and balances. Mm. Okay. Three different parts of government, each one checks itself, okay? President, judicial, Congress. Not one of them has too much power. Not one of them has too little. Every single thing checks each other, so we're good. These hoes don't have a check on their power, and that's why shit is a little bit... Explain. Sketchy. Back in the day. Back in the day. A hoe, or a whore if you will could be affected by community standing, 
Okay? For example, you cheating on your wife with this woman who's engaging in sexual acts with a known married man. She doesn't say anything to anybody. She doesn't out you at all because the community looked down on her. The community judged a woman that would fuck a married man. Mm -hmm. Home wrecker. The home wrecker. Tramp. The tramp, right? The community knew how fallible a man's sex drive and ego is. How how easily we will succumb to pressure from a woman. The community knew that Mm -hmm. we're pathetic. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that a woman simply offering some vagina to us could make us give them some dick. So the community checked these women. And any woman... That outed that man, they got a scarlet letter. They got ostracized by the community. They were like, fuck that hoe. She's a hoe. Get her out of here. You can't talk to yep. her. Nobody could talk to her. Yep. You're out of the community. You're not part of none of this shit. She fucks married men. <laughs> so the man won't talk? The man don't talk because he want to keep his family intact? Exactly. The woman don't talk because she want to keep her community standing intact. Mm-hmm. Community handled these situations. Then the first transition happened. We start rewarding these hoes. Corinne Steffens. Corinne motherfucking superhead Steffens. Out here sucking dick and bragging about it. Puts out a book. Becomes a bestseller. And then it turns out that dudes, and it's our fault. It's not women's fault. It's all our fault. Dudes are out here rewarding these hoes. Rewarding these hoes. They find it. Oh, she sucked really dude dick. I got to get my dick sucked. Then she puts out the book. Now, you would think men would go, this is bullshit. How dare she air our mm-hmm. shit out? We not touching her. No. You know what men did? I want my dick sucked by her. She sucked Jay-Z's dick. I want my dick sucked. She sucked Lil Wayne's dick. I want my dick sucked. Yep. Because we're pathetic. That's on us. Yep. We should have shit all over her for breaking the code. She broke the whole code, but instead we rewarded it. So what did that did? A plethora of other happily hoed women came out. Proud of their whoredom. Slut walks. Mm-hmm. Became a thing. Dating the girl that was in a porno movie became the thing. Kanye wifing a girl in a pornography video. Plenty of dudes, I'm sure. The girl in the pornography vi- video created an empire. Girl, girl in the pornography video created an empire. Her little sister, a billionaire, because of her porn. Because of her porn. So what did what did other women start to realize works? Mm-hmm. Ain't no different from Takashi doing all these gangster antics to sell records. Women started doing hoe antics. Yep. Okay? To sell lipstick or to sell whatever it is. And talking about it. And talking about it. And you know what? The community didn't criticize. The community didn't call them homewreckers. The community didn't say they ain't shit. The community didn't say they're breaking up families or fucking it up for women, for other women, which they do. They fuck it up for other women because they put pressure on you other women to fuck quick. Right? Now you feel pressure to fuck quick because you're like, if I don't fuck quick, then these men don't want to fuck with me. Yep. Right? Yep. So y'all didn't shit on them. Men stopped shitting on them. You empowered them. You rewarded them. So what did we have to do? What was phase two? How do men protect themselves from these chicks? The NDA. The Chappelle Show love contract. The Chappelle Show love contract. You know who did it? Leonardo DiCaprio came up in the NDA era. Bieber did it. Bieber came up in the NDA era. Hey, we gonna fuck, but you gonna sign this paperwork because I can't have you talking about my dick. Yep. You're not gonna talk about my dick <laughs> no matter what. My dick yep. not being talked about. Ain't right. nobody know how big Leo's dick is. That's in the NDA. Okay? Then, these fucking NDAs got broken. Stormy broke a fucking NDA. This girl right here, this dude right here, whatever it is, she said she's not signing an NDA. Why do you think that is? Oh, because she want to extort him and get some money off him mm-hmm. write another fucking book about mm-hmm. these celebs that she's fucking yep. because she's really fucking them so they can, she could ruin their careers. You so are she exploiting could... your 
transness. Absolutely, 100%. Not only that, that's some sellout shit. Oh, it's some absolutely sellout shit. The community should hate you for it because yeah. this is not how acceptance happens. Nope. This is not how we're going to... How can you accept someone that you think is trying to fuck you over? And you think are shaming that. them for how, loving you. Of course, but like, how can you accept a group of people yeah, that yeah, you 100%. assume when yep. they hook up with you are trying to fuck you over? Yep. Not going to happen. Garbage ass bitch. So the NDA came around. Now the NDA is gone. Now the NDA is meaningless. Stormy Daniels made it meaningless. This bitch, Stormy Daniels. I can't believe All we were. You should them. be able to take every All fucking dollar she earns All for the rest of her life. I agree with you. 100%. The NDA got to be ironclad. You can't make a fucking dollar because, for the rest of and, your and life. And people are like, well, why does bitch? it have to be ironclad? Why do you need an NDA? Why shouldn't they be able to talk? Because we need checks and balances. We need checks and balances to this situation. Yep. We cannot have a scenario where Dwight Howard has eight babies from eight different baby mamas, has literally been a, what people say, allegedly a sex addict his entire career, has fucked tons of women, and then one trans chick comes out and says that they fucked, and now we're like, oh, Dwight gay. Oh, this dude definitely gay. He had all those babies so that he could throw the scent off the gay trail. Eight babies to throw the scent off the gay trail. Fam, one or two, maybe. Eight, you be liking pussy, bro. And if he is, who cares? And you know who don't care? Definitely Dwight, because he was willing to, you know, at least engage in conversation. So we're not going to knock on Dwight for this. Now we're in a stage of complete disarray. There's no checks on these hoes whatsoever. These hoes running rampant. And you know what? If you try to check them, hashtag me too. Hashtag me, hashtag slut shaming. Hashtag either slut shame or hashtag me too. What? These girls that were sucking dick for roles in Hollywood? Right? All of a sudden they stopped getting rolls? Why did you assault me? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Oh, now it's assault. Oh, there are no checks in that. We need a check again. I don't know if it's the NDA. I don't know if it is. I'm sure Dwight thought the way you check and balance it, and you find a dude that got some good pussy. <laughs> right? Someone you could level with, talk shit to. Got Someone him a Mauricio. Got your back. Got you a Marisa. Right? A nice trans chick who got the feel of a lady, but the logic of a man. Hold you down. Loyalty. <laughs> she turned on his ass, too. Poor guy. What y'all gonna do? We need to figure something out. Bill Burr said it great. There's an epidemic of gold-digging horse. Okay? Some of them are gold-digging dudes. <laughs> Willing to out your ass for a check. Mm. It's a goddamn shame. Anyway, we need an idea. I think we need the lady assholes to step up. Lady assholes, help us. How do we balance the system? Y'all know more than anything how these women feel, so y'all know more than anything how to stop them from doing this shit. This is necessary. Lady assholes, talk up, speak up, tweet at us, because it fucks with you too. I know you want to be, I know you want to hold out on the pussy, because you don't know if you like a dude, but sometimes you're like, fuck it, let me give him the pussy so he don't fuck someone else. Nah, fuck that. You should be able to hold out. But these girls putting that pressure on you with that slut walk shit. Let us know what you think. Fellas, let us know what you think. You hit that mid-roll, I got pissed. Yes, absolutely. Yo, we got some ads today. You know how we not playing around, okay? Talking about sex. <laughs> While we're talking about sex, we got a shout out to Blue Chew, man. That's a real ass sponsor, bro. Yeah, they just sent me my new pack. You got the new pack? You got yeah, the re-up? Yeah. I got a bunch of re-ups I need More. to use. <laughs> I got a bunch of re-ups. I've realized that shit. It's like, you can't give everyone the chew. 
Oh, it's special. It's a special thing. For me, it's a special thing. Like how women save their butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the chew is not a game, man. It's a special one or it's I'm too drunk and I need some assistance. Sometimes you need some assistance, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to front. That's if I know, I use it the most. Right. If yeah. I'm drinking whiskey, I know it's going to be a chew. You know, if I'm drinking tequila, I know it's going to be a chew. If I'm drinking, I know it's going to be a chew, pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much really what it comes down to. Any Anytime I'm drinking, it's probably going to be a chew. You know what I mean? Because I ain't getting caught slipping out there. You know what I mean? If it's some daytime sex, we don't need to chew it up. But when it's a party and we've been out and we've been hitting them, because you got all that confidence in your head because you're drinking. And I like my dick to match the confidence. I don't want to be, I don't want to be like confident in my heart and then droopy in my dick. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm telling you, that's why the bad Yelp review, that's the one place nah, people still you. care about. There's something there. I got to think about it. There is something there. But okay, look, basically what I'm trying to say is this, blue chew the fucking truth. Okay. It's not playing around. Obviously, you guys know, for all our new listeners, Blue Chew, it's basically a men's efficiency pill. It's so you can get that dick rock the fuck hard, ready to go whenever you want. Chew that shit up 20 minutes later. You're giving your girl the best sex of her life. You're giving that stranger the best sex of your life. You're giving that trans woman that you just met on the internet the best sex of your life. Okay? Whoever you're fucking. You fucking good with that chew. It's FDA approved, by the way. The active ingredients are the same as Viagra and Cialis. So you know that they work. You can take it anytime, day, night, full stomach, empty stomach. It don't matter. Okay? And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast. So you're not just sitting there making out for 45 minutes waiting for your cock to get hard. Chew that shit up good. Make sure it's not still stuck in your teeth. A little swig of water and then watch that shit rise. Okay? Prescribed online, ships right to your door in a discreet package. No more in-person doctor visits. That's awkward as fuck. All right? Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's shipped direct, so they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. You know how we keep it. BlueChew.com. You get your first shipment free. That's F-R-E-E, free. We're not playing around. Okay? Use our special promo code FLAGRANT, F-L-A-G-R-A-N-T, FLAGRANT. All you got to do is pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. The promo code is flagrant. You try it for free right now. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. And shout out to Blue Chew for holding us down at the Free Alex Show. Y'all really fucking did it, man. Blue Chew, Thank man. you so much, man. Um, I also got a I also got a big us up. What's up? What do we do? Besides giving the people blue chew. <laughs> He brought them a fucking gift, did we not? We definitely did. We really made that shit pop, and everybody keeps making fun of them for, because of their ESPN ads. Y'all just got to let us do the ads, guys. Call us. Let's have a conversation. Let us do the ads. We'll make all of your TV ads. We got it. Just come to the creatives. We know how to handle this shit, all right? <laughs> um, as of now, the Flagrant 2 Patreon is the fastest growing Patreon in the world. Really? We're not playing around, bro. Wow. 
We not sure. fucking playing around. Yeah, I got a graph sent to me by this dude. You can check all like Patreon analytics and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patreon, flagrant, patreon.com slash flagrant two, the fastest growing Patreon in the fucking world. We out here cooking, bro. <sighs> we out here mm. cooking, man. We've had some amazing interviews the last few uh, Wednesdays. Obviously, last one was Nate Robinson. We posted a clip of that on a feed so you guys could check that. You can watch the full one or listen he to the He loved the interview. One. Texted Kaz afterward. Yeah. Said it was lit. It was fucking dope, man. Such a good time. I, nobody's doing these interviews the way we're doing them. I'll be honest with you. Nobody's having that real conversation. We're not, none of this media trained nonsense. It's real shit talk. And um, Andrew makes it a point. It. I think you make it a point to open with a wild question. Don't give them all the secrets. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't I give just, them all the secrets. We don't want them to be ready for it, I you just, know? I but it's always like, you gotta set a tone. Next episode, you guys will be calling up one of mine. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. Next episode, we got to call up Alex's white girl. We got to call she up. She definitely got chewed out. We got to <laughs> one. We got to see about the chew. We talk about the dick difference. You know, Alex got the alleged dick difference with the chew, but we got to do it because we hit our mark. Next mark I'm going for is five thousand. What do you think, Akash? I think five thousand is what we go for. I think we can get it by the new year. I think we got that. I think we got that. Let's push. If everybody in the community want to jump on board, there's three tiers: five, ten, and twenty-five dollars. Get different things for each tier. You can go check it out at uh, patreon.com slash flagrant2. I won't take too much time here. It's just amazing what we've been able to do with the community and the things that we're going to be able to do because of it. I fucking love it. I love seeing you all help each other out. I love seeing you guys push the content, push the flagrancy, talk wild shit on the community boards. It's funny. It's dope. It's just a great free place. It reminds me of what Twitter used to be before these social justice warrior cucks took it over and started taking everybody's career. So... Go enjoy, and you know if you can, give a second, go look and see what we got going on over there. Go check out the conversations. Maybe that will give you incentive to join, but it's up to us to ultimately convince you that it's worth your time and money. I'm so you know, just glad so many people so far have decided to be part of it, but we're not going to stop until every single one of you guys is part of it. We want y'all getting the double dose of flagrancy a week, and we want to build this fucking thing and just create something special, man. Let's go. Absolutely, man. All right. So let's get back to the show. We already talked so much shit about trans and fucking Dwight Howard. Probably got people tweeting us right now, furious. Yeah. We get it. We get it, motherfucker. (laughs) I will say, even just getting to that bit at the end, I think was valuable about how are we going to... How are we going to handle the whole situation? It's a problem. It's an epidemic. You know what it is? It's like in The Matrix when um, the uh, the not Neo, you know, the dudes in the suits. Yeah. You know, like they got the too agents. big. The agents. Yeah. Like they were, you could keep them at bay initially and eventually they just start taking yeah. over. Like the virus has spread too much. It's cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's spreading throughout <laughs> the body. There's nothing we could do. Uh, there's a whore virus spreading throughout the world. Yeah. I think Bill Burr had a great bit where he goes, there's an epidemic of gold digging whores. <laughs> go check out that Bill Go check out that Bill He's so fucking good. But there is truth to it. It's like there used to be checks and balances. Yeah. You know, we need to find that check and balance. But there are many other things that are happening in sports this week. Akash, what do you want to get started with? Talk to him. I see Jimmy Butler on your list. Okay. I'm curious to know your thoughts. Where you where you think about going with Jimmy Butler? <sighs> I love, obviously I love Jimmy. So Jimmy, for everybody who's listening, 76er, hit another game-winning shot, did the exact same fucking move after the defense called out what move he was going to do. It was step to the right, step back, three-pointer, shoots in the guy's face, hits it again, justifying every reason why you want to get a guy like Jimmy Butler on your team. Um I'm telling you, Covington ain't hitting that shot. No. You know, uh, Sarich ain't hitting that fucking shot. No, they're not dribbling. 
<laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting there rooting you on. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. So I think Jimmy offers something to that team that they really desperately needed, which is right. a gamer. Yeah. You know, Joel Embiid is a gamer, but I'll be honest, at the end of the games, motherfucker's tired. Yeah, he's just big. You're not going to have him bringing the ball to court. Yes. That's right. You can't just give him the ball at half court and say, do it. No chance. That's a great point. It's harder for a power forward. He has to establish position. You have to have an entry pass. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Kobe took over at the end of games. Shaq was probably gassed, but like Kobe can bring the ball up the court. Kobe can create his own shot easier than Shaq can. Shaq got a setup on the block. Yes. And Joel Embiid can hit threes, but like I'm not, I'm going to trust Jimmy Butler over Joel Embiid to hit a three. Yeah, because Jimmy is too diverse in his attack. Yeah, he can pull up for three. He can get you he to the basket. The yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I love it. I love the setup, and I like what the Seven Sixers are doing. I think Boston keeps keeps continuing to lose games. They're falling apart. I really like what the Seven Sixers. The Mavericks is Saturday. They lost to the Knicks. They lost to the Knicks. Wait, did they, did they lose the Knicks or did they beat the Knicks? I don't know, but I know they lost the Mavs Close on Saturday. Game regardless. Um. My fucking Knicks can't even lose right <laughs> on a three-game winning streak. We're trying to. The win is losing. The win is getting Zion. I know that's the I win. Know. These motherfuckers can't even lose right. If you got Zion, man, you I think you'd it's have a real shot at KD. It's interesting. I think you'd have a real shot. Not he's not say you don't at all now, but right. I think if I'm KD and I'm looking at that squad, you got Chris Depps, Kevin Knox could be a piece. Zion is coming. Forget Let's it. go. Yeah, we got some time to cook. There's some pieces there. But anyway, uh, what do you think about Butler? I don't know. I just don't know how long it's he's going to be. Ha- First of all, Carl Anthony Towns has been balling since Butler left, it seems like. Such a beta. Um, yeah, but also, I saw a highlight. I think Kendall Jenner was at a game with Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons yeah. I don't know if Jimmy Butler's going to be cool with that shit for too long. Like, Joel Embiid is all over social media, hopping around, fucking being funny and jovial. Yeah. Jimmy Butler seems like he's not going to play that too long. Like, yeah. y'all going to have to focus on this fucking game. Ah, so you think he's going to shut shit down on Philly? I th- I don't I don't know if he's going to shut shit down, but I think it's going to be a problem for him. Like, do y'all, do y'all love this game? Like, I love this game or what? Like, Jimmy Butler loves basketball and wine, and that's it. <laughs> he doesn't fuck about nothing else. I don't see Jimmy Butler posted up a bunch of hoes. I'm sure he's doing his thing, but like... I He's see. not dating a Kardashian. So the Sixers start to lose a couple games, which inevitably happens. It's a long season. You go on streaks. I think you're gonna look. He's he's Jimmy Butler plays like the same intensity you play with. Right. <laughs> if you lose, you're looking at everybody. What the fuck are you doing? So the second they start losing, immediately he starts going, Well, why don't you stop going out to Nobu with that Kardashian bitch? And why don't you start going to practice and learn how to shoot a twelve foot jumper? I think I think so. That and that's girl. a pretty natural thought. A completely natural thought. Hey, Embiid, why don't you stop tweeting and and do, using fucking emojis and like trolling players that we can beat? Stop playing kids on fucking the courts of Philly. Yeah, do Get some to the cardio practice facility. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Because you're exhausted. So the second the losing streak hits, he starts attacking the teammates, and then we see what the teammates are made out of. I think. I think it's a possibility this couldn't blow up. Also, Embiid. First of all, Embiid, can he handle the criticism? Maybe. What makes you think yes? I don't know. African, probably yeah. had parents who were yeah, tough on him. basically all I'm going Real talk. Yeah, yeah. I think he could probably handle it. He's used to the, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Be better at this, da 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 Right. Ben Simmons. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough about him. I can't say. I don't know enough about him. I also don't know. I mean, his jump shot, is he working on it or is it just not fixable? I heard... 
a weird thing, and uh, and then we can talk about uh, uh what, what's his face who's off the team. Fault, yeah. Thank you. Um, I heard when he shoots, he kind of tucks his thumb under. The fuck? Yeah, I know, dude. It's the weirdest thing. But I think that's what happens as it leaves. He kind of like pulls the thumb under. Mm. So he's his whole shot is flawed, right? And he needs to. I guess recalculated a bit. I, I'm just shocked that he hasn't tried. Like, if if that was my job, all I would be doing, yeah, is working on my jumper. I mean, he might be, but like, he also has 20 years or whatever of muscle memory of this exactly. ugly ass jump shot. Stop, 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 guys. We could retool shit. I mean, come on, you can retool shit. I mean, you re. First of all, it's not even 20 years because you retool shit as you grow. Right when we're a kid, we're all shooting right. at our like our, right, our right, waist, right. right? And then we get some upper body strength, and all of a sudden we're shooting above our head. So how long has he truly been shooting above his head? Let's think about that. Six years? Yeah. Fourteen? Maybe maybe five years? He he's not shooting enough to develop that much muscle memory. Barely shoots in a game. You know, in practice he ain't fucking shooting. But that's where again the look of you dating a Kardashian or a Jenner or whatever. Yeah. That's where I'm like, yo, your jump shot is so fucking foul. This bitch got to be distracting you. Yeah. This is the biggest, this is the most distracting family on earth. Yeah. Like their entire life is on tape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get the fuck out of there, man. They I'm can't gonna... choose nobody with offense, yo. Like, <laughs> it's sad, right? Like, these girls got no, like Kim could see talent, but like the rest of the Kardashians, they don't got what Chris has. Chris could look at talent and be like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Chloe had something going hard and fucked that up. Who? Chloe. Who, yeah, who? James Harden. Oh, had Harden. Oh, Harden had Harden something going hard, apparently. Harden was out. But she, I'm saying she fucked that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then her rebound is Tristan. That's a hell of a... Re- that's a, that's funny, a drop off, yeah. yo. That's the worst rebound Tristan ever got. Fam. <laughs> the saddest rebound in that's NBA history. That's a big drop off, bro. Like, come on. That's like if you were Dwight Howard and you were fucking cheerleaders and then you started fucking guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a drop off. Like, you look yeah. at that, you're like, word? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Or if you went from fucking cheerleaders <laughs> to having cheerleaders fuck you. Yeah. You know would have fucking again fucked. But we can't say, all I'm trying to find out with Dwight, sorry to get back to or Dwight. if you were like, in negotiations with your team. You a bottom at seven feet. <laughs> like, I need well, I need a squatty potty just to get up behind the booty probably. You know what I mean? Like, like think about just the dynamic of that shit. Being seven feet. Yo, I fuck girls that are tall, like 5'11", and even in doggy style, that shit ain't perfect entry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you got to be like, I don't know if it's possible to be on your tippy toes while you're on your knees, but you get as high as you can yeah. on your knees. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like it's like, <laughs> like, like if the girl tall like this and you got to get up here, you be like, like, like almost on your shins a bit. You know, but if a girl's small, you could be like, you could saddle back. You could be like, like if you if you're riding a cow, what is it called? Riding a donkey or something? A bull? Cow. Mechanical bull? <laughs> what the fuck? Is it called cowgirl? I don't know what. No, no, no not reverse. Talking, I'm not talking about the actual fuck, thing. Man. I'm like, yeah, like if a girl's smaller, you gotta like bend back into it. It's the difference between like 
it's the difference between when you're on a BMX bike and you're like you're trying to pump and go fast, or if you're just cruising. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, you just cruising, like you like that, like all right, let's go cruise, oh, fuck. right? But dude, a seven footer, bro. Yeah, I don't like tall girl. You don't like tall girls. Mm-mm. They're harder to f- they're harder like to fuck doggy for yeah. sure. And I like to stand up sometimes, and I can't really with them. What do you mean, like to stand like, up? Carry them. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's tougher. They're definitely bigger. No, that's without a doubt. All I'm saying is, back to what we were saying, Akash. The Kardashians got no eye for talent. I mean, the eye for talent is just odd. I mean, I guess Kylie picked up Trav. Yeah, she stepped up, but he Tiger was an odd choice. Yet she started Tiger, son. Yeah, but sh- look at it. She's about to be a billionaire. Fam. Trav ain't nowhere close. Fam. He came up, bro. He did. <laughs> <laughs> As you went down. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, yo, all right. Let's talk about this Pop and Kawhi beef. Okay. So Popovich says that Kawhi was never a leader. Yeah. Kawhi's response is. <laughs> nah, nah. Kawhi's response is I guess you don't realize uh, you know uh, I guess once you leave the team you stop realizing how people lead etc I think that this is all Popovich mind games and the mind games have nothing to do with Kawhi. Hmm. They actually have to do with DeMar DeRozan. Okay, explain. DeMar is seeing Kawhi take the Raptors to another level. Mm -hmm. Dominate teams offensively and defensively. Mm -hmm. And watching that fan base that truly loved him completely flip and fall in love with Kawhi. Right. And be grateful that they made the trade. Right. Mm. That's got to wear on his confidence. Right. He knows, Pop mm-hmm. knows, and DeMar DeRozan is now aware mm-hmm. that he cannot be as good a player as Kawhi. Right. So how do I get the most out of right. my star? And DeMar seemed a little fragile. Seems a little fragile in general. Nice guy, sweet kid. Yeah. Sweet kid. How do I get the most out of my player? Right. Maybe I have him step up in an area that's not about the physicality of the game. Right. Maybe I have him step up in an area where he could truly step up Mm -hmm. and potentially be better than Kawhi, which is leadership. Right. I think he opened that door and he's seeing if DeMar will walk in. And if DeMar can become this great leader, all of a sudden he maximizes the output from a player that he has no choice but to maximize. Yeah. It's fantastic. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll give him pop too much credit. No, I listen, a lot of times your theories I'm like, all right, I'll go with this one. <laughs> but this like one, for about forty five straight minutes when we were talking <laughs> about Akash was not feeling these theories. <laughs> but, when you get successful, you're gay. Akash <laughs> <laughs> look at me like, well, I don't know. Why bro. are you working so hard? Andrew's <laughs> <laughs> the hardest working dude I know. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Chase 
face in that asshole. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just trying to be rich enough to be acceptably gay. Okay? <laughs> can I be successful? Can I earn my gay? Oh man! <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on. No, but that makes a ton of sense because, and, and also just like. Here's a way I can give him some love. Like I can go to him and be like, yeah. "You're a better leader than Kawhi. Don't worry about the 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 record they got over there. I'm a coach. I'm gonna have a system in place where this is this is what you bring to the table. This is where you shine. Now go and then yeah, leave the door open a bit. Maybe that too. But like yeah, let's go. Let's go shine there. Because Lamarcus ain't known for being a leader. I don't think. Right, 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 right. right. Dame Lillard was a rookie and basically seemed like he took, took that team, team over. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. That's where I think he could be kind of, because I don't, DeMar, and I'm not saying this is a knock, some of us are more fragile than others. I'm sensitive sometimes. So like, I think DeMar gets a little sensitive about stuff. So I think he's saying, all right, let's, let's protect this guy's ego. Kawhi, to your point, you made me think of this. Kawhi, fine, better player. He's not the leader. It's a great. You want to be a champ, you got to be a leader. I got five rings. Yes. Kawhi got that ring. He wasn't the leader. Duncan was the leader. Parker was the leader. Manu was the leader. Don't worry about his his shit. Because Demar knows that if Pop goes to him and says, "Hey, you're a better player. Hey, you're better than this," it can't be true. Demar is not going to believe it, and then he loses all faith. Yeah. And Demar, on some level, is probably feeling it from teammates. Maybe not directly, but indirectly, he's right. definitely reading articles in the yeah, San Antonio yeah. fucking Sun magazine or whatever that fucking shit is, basically saying, "Hey, we didn't realize how great Kawhi was until he left." And da 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 da, because Demar's yeah. not playing bad. Yeah, but everybody is aware that Kawhi is a much better player. So how can you give something that Kawhi couldn't give? Yeah. Be the fucking leader this team needs, Demar. Yep. And it could play well next year, which is like. Uh, Deontay Murray comes back. We got a talented point guard. We got DeMar. Mm-hmm. We got uh, LaMarcus. I know it's not how you're supposed to play, but we can make this work. We can maybe do something with this. Let's just keep this guy intact. Let's keep this guy's ego intact. Mm. We'll make a run at it this year. If not, next year, we can probably not win it all, but we can do some damage. The, like you said, the West is going to be weaker. I would not be surprised if either this season or by next season... You see a C on DeMar DeRozan's jersey. Yeah. That's a great point. If there is one, Mm -hmm. if he gets made a captain of the team, then our prediction is right. Yeah. 100%. I think DeMar has to at least semi-earn it. He has to like demonstrate a little something and practice that's different or this type of stuff. Yeah. But if Pop does do that, and get something out of DeMar that he didn't have in Toronto. Maybe DeMar starts clamping down on defense now. Maybe, Maybe he's like, if in order to be a leader, I need to be a leader on yeah. both ends of the floor. Maybe this is his little way. And, and again, we could be giving Pop too much credit. We love Pop on his podcast. I do love Un- Pop. Unapologetically. Yeah. I just can't fathom Pop is going to be petty and just talk shit about a player who left. Yeah, especially when he hadn't done that to this point. Never. He's always respected the players yeah. on the team. Yeah, even with Kawhi, he hasn't really taken shots. I was surprised. Like I was like, "This is so unlike him." Exactly, it makes a lot something, of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Something lot there of sense. has to be something else. Makes a lot of sense. Something else involved there. Um, I am I am fascinated by this Baker Mayfield. I love Baker. Why is it? I love a nice, unapologetically confident white dude. Continue. It's. 
I've said this before. Go. I hate what we do to white. We are bullying white men in the society. And I, you know me, Andrew. I hate white dudes. For a long time, <laughs> I hated white dudes. Not anymore. But you knew me. When we met, I hated white dudes. Yeah. Hated white people. Yeah. yeah. But then I just saw him getting bullied. Every every white dude you see on TV is that fucking guy from- uh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah or Ooh. the guy in the Verizon commercial that's right, in that right, fucking right. show, Silicon Nerdy Valley. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, time is up. I hate it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Here comes Baker. Fucking walk on at Texas Tech. Yeah. He was good, but nobody gave him a scholarship. Transferred. No scholarship again. Went to OU. Blue chip school. Like blue blood. Sorry, blue blood program. Walked on starter. Hitting a mean ass Dougie. <laughs> Don't right. give a fuck. Cocky. Arrogant, whatever, unapologetically him, not trying to be, not trying to be somebody else, right. not trying to be black to fit in with his teammates, not trying to be anything, right. just him. And I fucking love that he's good and he's undersized, but he still gets the job done. Right. He's just funny in press conferences. Right. They asked him last game, did you have any idea you were going to have this kind of game or something when you walked in? And then this. he goes, uh, no, but when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, I just felt real dangerous. And it's just <laughs> a funny it. fucking thing. This dude is great. And the fact that everybody hates him for no reason makes me love him more. Right. Love this dude. Yeah. I think I love people who uh, know how they feel about the world. What do you mean? He knows how he feels about the world. How do you? <laughs> like he doesn't really question it. He has a feeling and he sticks to it and he's not afraid to stick to it. Can you give me an example? How do you feel about the coach? I didn't want to talk to him. Why? He went down the road. <laughs> he went down the road to coach for He asked us to come out here and play for him every week and then he goes down and plays for a division rival that we play twice a year. So right. uh, that is what it is. That's how I feel about it. Like yeah. just unapologetic about how you feel. And then they try to call him out and he's like, well, didn't uh, some guys, I forget the show, but uh, I think it was Fox Sports. They were like, well, didn't Baker Mayfield, didn't you... Go transfer to, from yeah, transfer from OU to, or transfer from Texas Tech to Texas OU, which Tech is a rival. OU, that's a rival, and he goes, he goes, he goes, not comparable. I wasn't under scholarship yeah. at Texas Tech. Yeah, okay. OU, I was. Yeah. So you're transferring to get not only the opportunity to play, but the opportunity to play for free. I'm not positive he's under scholarship at OU, but either way, he's, I think he's saying like I owed them nothing. They didn't pay me. They, I okay. just walked on. I, that was how I interpreted. I don't enough. think I think he walked on at OU also. Fair enough, but. Point is, I just love that. I love that he's a little arrogant. I love that he's good enough to back it up. I yeah. love cocky players who are good enough to back so, it up. So this is a weird thing with Baker to me. It doesn't come across arrogant. Interesting. A lot of people don't like him. I and, mean, and that's fair. We might be flipping on him now, but in college, people hated him. People hate him. That's fair. But to me, he does not seem arrogant. He says things that he truly believes, and he says it unapologetically. Why? Did you think you were going to have this game, Dan? I woke up feeling pretty dangerous. What do you mean? <laughs> I just woke up feeling dangerous. He's not going like Jalen Ramsey is saying things for headlines, right? We should also discuss it. And point. we'll say, but it's like, hey, how can I say things that are salacious for headlines? And we know this because we come from that business, right? Right. Yeah. We do it even with jokes. We do it a ton of time. We know when we're saying something that is more shock value than it is truly how right. we feel. I don't think, and again, I don't know Baker so well, but I think he just truly says things that he believes. No, I believe it. I believe that. Yeah, I, thought I was feeling dangerous. Yeah. I don't like that he went to a division rival. And I understand it. We got to play you. Yeah. We got to play you. And 
we're playing you and you're potentially giving all the plays, how we play defense, who's strong, who's who's injured, who can't defend this uh, certain plays, this certain position. Like, I'm pretty sure Hugh Jackson tried to hug him after the game and he just hit him with a handshake. With yeah. The We're good. There was a great troll after an interception. One of the corners gave the ball to Hugh Jackson. <laughs> and uh, Hugh handled it well. He tapped on the helmet. And I'm not hating a guy that's, this is professional sports. You're going to get paid. Get your money. You got a mortgage. You right. got to pay your rent, et cetera. I get it. But you're allowed to have some rivalry. Yeah. And I think Cleveland needed Baker, man. Oh, I don't they needed some swag. Any, they were yo. destroyed. They needed some confidence. They needed something instilled in that city. There is no quarterback that could have done more for Cleveland than Baker Mayfield. Like Sam Donald and some, like they need a cockiness to them. They need somebody to say, yeah. fuck it, we're good. Yeah, stop it with the, like, the media trained answers. You know, we played hard, we did our best, and the team pulled through. After they lost LeBron, they needed somebody. Yeah. Baker was the guy. Yes. And it, and it doesn't seem like he's taking advantage of these moments as much. Like, he could easily go out there and say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. But I tr- I guess, I don't know how to articulate it better than, like, he says what he feels. Right. You, you know, like, Charles Barkley is one of those as well. Charles yeah. says what he feels. Yeah, that's a good comparison, I think. Yeah, and they're, they're these figures, and I think that that's why they're drawn to us. I think, to be honest... I think that's why people are drawn to us on this podcast. And I've heard this from people. It's like, you say how you feel about the world, regardless of what the outcome is going to be. Right. And sometimes people agree with you. Sometimes they disagree with you. But they respect, either way, they respect that you say it. Right, right, right. That you're willing to walk through the fire. Yeah. And when you feel a certain way about something. Yeah. You're never really wrong by sharing it. Yeah. You know, like, for example, like, um, if we're ever discussing something that I truly want to talk about on this podcast, or we're idiots, right? And then there are people that are listening, they're like, oh, fuck this. I'm not listening to you guys anymore. Why are you talking about that dumb shit? I don't feel bad. No. Because we just, I just, we just removed somebody who isn't there to listen to the things that I want right. to talk about. Yeah. Right? So it's like, the beauty of being true to yourself and what you want to talk about or what you the feelings that you have in sports or wherever right. it is, the beauty of it is that you never take a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're yeah. curating the people who who also want to hear that type of right. stuff. Right. Who are also interested and who support yeah. those conversations. Or they're like, eh, this one isn't that interesting, but I fuck with them for, ta- for yeah, talking yeah. about. So I fuck with this Baker kid, man. So it's part of why I love Dez. Dez always wore his heart on his sleeve. He always said what he felt. Yeah. And that was like, man, I feel that. If I had athletic ability, which I don't, yeah. I would play just like Dez. Has he responded to you yet? No, it's my fucker. Hey, oh, asshole army. We tried this <laughs> with Shannon Sharp. It didn't oh, work. He's really Do it to Dez. Now. <laughs> no, no, no. Tweet Dez. Hit Dez on IG. Tell him to come on the Flagrant 2 podcast. I'm going to do another post about this one. Shannon Sharp, we had mad comments, but I think he got a contract with Fox he can't fuck with. I think that's absolutely it. Yeah. They they just can't go on other things. We're going to do it again with sports. Dez. We're going to make this work. I'm going to get Dez on this goddamn podcast. I got Achilles advice for him, courtesy of Miko Grimes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right, Dez. We can help you out, bro. Yeah. Mm. Um. Should the NFL get rid of... Oh, no. Actually, here's a better conversation for the NFL. So, earlier in the season, refs are calling everything. Yeah. Right. She's roughing the passer calls. Right. They're like, they're taking away the violence of the game. Right. They're taking away the excitement of the game. You can't even play defense anymore. You can't do anything. Then all of a sudden, a string of very high scoring and exciting football games. Right. Pops out of nowhere. Right. 
what we said was the most exciting Monday night football game in the history of Monday night football. Has the NFL's gamble paid off? Has their gamble that the one thing that viewers like, casual viewers, like more than a punishing hit by a free safety or on a wide receiver or a punishing hit by a D lineman on a quarterback. The one thing they like more than that violence? Touchdowns. Touchdowns. Right. Offense scoring. Right, right, right. The one thing a casual baseball fan likes more than a strikeout? Home run. A home motherfucking run, Akash. Right. Is their gamble, let's protect these wide receivers. Don't even touch them. Let them get in the end zone. Is their gamble, let's protect this quarterback. Don't let nobody touch him so he can throw those touchdowns so we get these high-scoring games. Everybody's fantasy leagues are going crazy, and we're interested in the game. I think so, yeah, 100%. So were they right? Were we stupid to jump on these flags early because we didn't see how it would transition the game. I think, I think also what we knew, well, like, and I think I might have mentioned it because I fell into it, but like the beginning of the season, what everybody was saying, we kind of knew it was going to happen. They're going to overcall it and then they'll still kind of lay off, but they're going to overcall it to send a message. This is what we want now. Early on, we're going to overcall it and then we'll call it less than less. I think that's happened. Do you think that, do you think that they are, they're potentially not calling less, but the players have realized, hey, we I think are it's a calling. Little a little both. Yeah. So, okay, let's take the foot off the gas a little bit with the calls, yeah. but the players also know that there's a potential call right. there, so they're not drilling the yeah. quarterback into yeah. the ground like there's they used the, to do. There is a re- for years, they've been protecting quarterbacks more and more because these guys sell tickets. If Tom Brady's not on the Patriots, it's not as fun to watch the Patriots. Facts. Aaron Rodgers not playing for the Packers. I'm not watching the fucking game. That's right. Who's the backup? I don't even know. That's right. So you protect quarterbacks because they are the highest paid, biggest draw. Right. Like Odell Beckham is the biggest skill position I could think of where it's like, I'll watch a game for Odell. Yes. But there's not a lot of those dudes. Like Jalen Ramsey's great. I'm not going to watch a game for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, for a corner. It's... I'm not going to watch a game to see you not get thrown at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why would I do that? Exactly. So why should we reward positions that people don't care about? So Colin Barkley actually is another one that's like, when he touches a ball, Guaranteed it's TV. electric. Yeah, yeah. But- that's most of for the most part it's quarterbacks. Yeah. So so their thinking is why don't we make it easier for those exciting positions to be exciting? One hundred percent. And harder for those boring positions to be boring. Yeah. So since nobody's watching the game for corner play, let's right. make it hard for corners to play. Right. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. They wanted more points. Exactly. Even even a sack. There's one sack that looks good. <laughs> it's the blind side sack. Right, right, right. Right? Hopefully the ball comes loose. So, exactly. You nail somebody, you spear them in their fucking spine. Their body slaps back like Dwight yeah. Howard on a <laughs> weekend game in Atlanta. Right? Ball flies loose. Pin them into the fucking ground. Yeah. Exciting. Right. Every other sack is boring. Every other sack is I'm grabbing his underwear and he like kind of falls to the ground yeah, yeah, slow. Yeah. It's exciting if your team got the sack, but as a casual fan, you're like, eh. Even, yeah, exactly. Even if your team, it's like, okay, we got the stop. Great. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. They right. have another down to try it again. Right. Every long throw touchdown yeah. is exhilarating. Yeah. 
Every deep ball is exciting. Every no matter the outcome, honestly. The air. It's amazing. It's like yeah. okay, a bobble catch, an interception. Huh. Well, they do this in every sport. I mean, I, don't, I know basketball and football, but basketball not being able to touch on the perimeter is we want higher scoring games. We cannot have these fucking 64 to 72 final scores. Is This is not college. That's not acceptable. So maybe the NFL is looking at what's so good. And what's so exciting about the game, the NBA? I mean, we have all these old NBA players going, oh, back in our day, you couldn't exactly. play. Right? And then they call, even if you just touch a pinky. pinky. Yeah. I don't and, know. And what do they have? First. Favor treatment. What do they have? Favor treatment for the celebs? For the stars, yeah. For the stars, yeah. Because we want the stars yep. to score. Yep. We want. This is what I never understood about uh, what you know why LeBron or even a Shaq doesn't get calls. It's like, you want them yeah. to get calls. You want you don't you want that to call every hand check on Steph because you want Steph to go for fifty and you want Steph to feel free to shoot that feel three. Free to shoot that. And I don't care if anybody's like, oh, it's fucking up the game. You have to understand, this is entertainment. It's a business. It's a business. Yeah. How do I? It's it's Barnum and Bailey, bro. It's yeah. Ringling Brothers. Yeah. This is some fucking. It's the circus, yo. But don't we also still want the competitiveness? Absolutely. It gets a little boring. Absolutely. Like- the beauty of basketball is, hey Steph, you're gonna have to play defense on the other way. Oh, okay. And and now football's a little different. That corner never has a chance to get you back, but your offense does, mm-hmm. right? So the idea is if you let the offensive positions flourish in the way that we like the game, now, one, we don't have to feel bad about CTE and concussions. Yep. Right? I actually think they, I think they're letting the corners play a little bit more this year, but for the past decade, they've right. been like, everything was pass interference. So you definitely trained a lot of like, you can't fuck around, you can't make yeah. contact, whatever. Everybody wants high scoring. I mean, the three of us are in a, in a room with Goodell. Yeah. And Goodell's like, people aren't watching the game. How the fuck do we get people to Points. watch the game? Points. What are we saying? Points, Points. and fights. It's not that fights. baseball is a game that people find boring because it, it was made in the fucking 1800s when we didn't have TV, computers, or fucking fun. Twitter, phones. It was made before like, fun. Before, yeah, when there was nothing else to do. Let's yeah, just yeah. watch. You know what we did back then? Went to war. <laughs> That's how boring it was. <laughs> Men were just like, oh no, I'll protect the women and children. I got it. I'll go to war. <laughs> You're just ready to not hear your wife <laughs> complain. Please kill me. Yeah, exactly. I think our kid has the plague. Jesus. <laughs> Christ, I'm going to war, babe. Every week you think he got the plague. It's every day. (laughs) Think he has pneumonia. Put him inside. (laughs) The fuck? Been working at this factory, breathing in cancer for a month. You can't put the fucking baby inside. I'm going to war. (laughs) All right, enough. Like something's happening in France. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Just in war in a ditch. Yes, honestly, fellas. This is better than being home with my wife. <laughs> you know what I'd be doing right now? <laughs> Bullets flying through. You okay, Klaus? The ass, I'm good. Okay. You know what our wives are doing right now? I don't know, but I'm very glad that we're not there watching. <laughs> okay, back to trying to kill you. Have a good one. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's all it was. Now we have football. What about that? What if we looked into that? The rise in popularity of sport and the decrease in popularity of war. It's like finally men had somewhere to go on a Sunday, right? Oh my God, that's funny. That's all war really is. It's that's like, funny. I need a place to go out, get this aggression, not hear my wife complain. Okay? That's so funny. All right, I'm going to go to the Falcons game. Right? It used to be, I need a wife, I need a place where I can go out and not hear my wife complain. The last war was Vietnam, the last big war. I guess if you want to count the, uh, the Middle East wars. But we but... didn't even call that a war. They called it a conflict. I'm talking but... about World War type shit. Okay. Like, think about it, right? The, the early World Wars, 
the Earth, World War One. America wasn't even involved. It wasn't even on our land. And there were dudes like, fuck it, bro. Send me <laughs> over. We got to f- fight for freedom or something. I don't oh, know. Fuck, that's so funny. My God. <laughs> Think about it, dude. Think about how happy they were. Oh, hey, your my. wife's not going to be able to write you or anything like that. Oh, my God. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. See you in a few years. No, I don't mind a letter. It takes weeks to get there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in the age of email, I'd be like, I still got to hear this shit. Don't Notice when the uh, husbands come home from war now. You know those videos? Yeah. Don't show a lot of those videos where they meet their wife. <laughs> <laughs> right? They show the videos they meet the kids. The it's a dog. football game. The dog. Right? The they show the football game, right? The kids are running out. <laughs> oh my God. You know, give it up for her. Sergeant McDaniels coming to see, oh my God, my dad. They hug and they, everybody's <laughs> loving it. Blah, blah. Then they show the one with the dog, right? They walk in, the dog goes fucking crazy, <laughs> freaking out. They haven't seen it. I've yet to see one of those videos where the guy just surprises his wife. Why do you think that is? Huh? Why do you think that is? I just think that he'd show up, she'd see him, and she'd be like, oh, you're back? He'd be like, yeah. That's great, because there's a lot of stuff around the house I would love for you to get to. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Not even 24 hours before she starts nagging and shit. You just gonna sit on the couch, just relax. <laughs> He's going to therapy every week. It is fucked up that the dogs are more excited than the wife. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it is fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. What else? Um, you want to talk about Jalen? Well, right before we talk about Jalen, I got I to gotta shout out my guys, man. Okay. I got to shout out my motherfucking guys, man. I mean, you know that we got the new sponsor on a podcast. So oh. it's important to give them the, the FaceTime that they deserve. Okay. Facebook.com slash fake news at night. If you haven't already checked it out, go check it out. A couple of minutes. Okay. Facebook.com slash fake news at night. Check out their sketches. It's hilarious shit about the news and it's not telling you how to feel. It's making fun of these fucking newscasters and these news organizations. Which is needed. Much needed right now. Definitely much needed. You know, especially the places that try to do it, there is always a slant. You know, I mean, yeah. SNL tries to do it, but there's always a slant. We know yep. the slant of SNL. It's nice to see people literally not giving a fuck about either side and just clowning them for it. Uh, the GMO one is the one that I started with, and the ending is really funny. Make sure you watch, just watch the end when they when they fucking lose it. But Facebook.com slash fake news at night. Remember, this is someone from the asshole army. They started this. They got funding for this project by by literally demonstrating to these uh, financiers that there is a market for people who don't care about that PC shit whatsoever. No topics are going to be covered that any politician has a stance on. Okay? None. They're not having an opinion on things. They're making fun of all the bullshit. There's no political bias. It's satire on how the news is reported um, rather than what is being reported. It's only on Facebook. Make sure that you go watch it. I think it's great. I want them to be on on board with what we're doing here for a while. Who knows? Maybe we'll collab with them one day. I think it could be a fun little situation. But make sure you check it out. Facebook.com slash fake news at night. And let us know what you think. Let us know you think it's hilarious. Let us know you think that they're bombing. But let us know. We want to know what the the asshole army has to think about our brethren making this content. So that's Facebook.com slash fake news at night. Okay. Actually. Talk to me. Before we do Jalen Ramsey, 
I want to talk about this because people are probably starting to talk about it already. I want to talk about it for a couple weeks. Yeah. The Bears are a legit Super Bowl threat. We had an asshole captain say this to me. He was a Bears fan. He said it dumb early and I didn't believe it. Okay. But the Bears are a legitimate Super Bowl threat. What are they saying? They just, they have a creative offense. They got a quarterback who can play. I think he's he's in his second year, so that seems really early to win it all. But they are good at offense, and then they have the uh, the one thing on defense that's still effective, and that is a pass rush. Namely, a pass rusher, Khalil Mack. This guy raises hell, and that's the one way you can still get two elite quarterbacks. So one player could change the team uh, that much, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, and what that position is that effective that it could propel a team that is somewhat supported into the Super Bowl? Yeah, now they got a good team. Like this they, Trubis- <clears throat> Trubisky, you think is Trubisky's good? He's having a good year. Their coach is good. Right, he's a good scheme. He didn't play the last game in Thanksgiving. They still beat the Lions. Right, defense creates turnovers. Bears always have a good defense. Good running game. This Cohen kid is good. good. Terry yeah. Cohen is good. Yeah, but their pass rush is legit. And think about. When Denver won the Super Bowl, they had Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware. Now, they had two beasts, but nobody could beat that. Cam Newton was MVP that year. He just got his ass beat in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He couldn't handle it. And Cam's a Russian quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to have the Cam Newton conversation afterwards, but go on. A good pass rush still fucks up every quarterback. I mean, that's how the Giants won their championship. That is how the Giants won their championship. Tom Brady cannot handle a good pass rush. Drew Brees, I'm not sure because he's just so surgical right. that he might be able to get past it. Aaron Rodgers not a threat this year, so it doesn't even matter. They're, they're not going to make the playoffs. But the Bears are a legit threat. I'm not saying they're the favorite, but they are a legit threat. Now, as soon as I say this, they're probably going to lose every game because it's like going to curse. But the Bears are like, they have the pieces. <sighs> Who would they have to go through? They would have the NFC North locked up. <clears throat> so it would be probably like the... Um, the better team that won, the best team that won in the wild card would probably have to play them. They would be the three seed. So, no, they would play in the wild card against the worst wild card seed. Because the one, the one and two seeds get the bye. That's New Orleans and St. Louis. Who would they play in the NFC Championship game? It, either St. Louis or New Orleans. I think you could fuck with Jared Goff with a good pass rush because he's just young. See, I think either one of those teams, I think either one of those teams beats Chicago. I, I know what you mean. I don't. There's I would lot. favor them, I think, but they are a threat for sure. I wouldn't think it's a shoe in at all. This is the only reason why I say it is because both of those teams can sit back and relax on the run game if they need to. True. And if you take a Khalil Mack and you have him put extreme pressure on the quarterback, and they have other guys in the team too, uh, something, fuck, who's the. Uh, there's another guy. I'm forgetting his name. But the, that line is really strong. Yeah. Line's really strong. But. Let's say a Khalil Mack is getting to the quarterback. You have players on your team like Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram is Mark good. Ingram that you can do little check down plays and get major yardage with that you can even hand the ball off to. If you don't have time to sit back in the pocket and let these plays develop, mm-hmm. like a Drew Brees would love to. Right. There are options on your team that are incredibly effective. You can keep them honest. You can keep them honest. That's true. And that's where I'm like... That's a good point. I'm just saying that's no, where... that's a good point. Like, that's where I'm a little bit wary about them beating them in like a, in a championship game. That's a good point. Now, just with those two specific teams because right. both of them... Now, if there's an injury to uh, Gurley... 
Well, that's a different ball game. Right, now right, we're going right. to have to put the ball in this yeah. kid's hands. No, that's a good point. They have dynamic running games. Like, Gurley is a generational running back, right? Like, yeah, potentially. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamara and Ingram together pose that's, a big yeah. fucking threat yeah. to any defense. Yeah. Especially with Kamara's ability to go long and, like, yeah, catch the I ball. Mean, he's, he's like yeah, a really... Any, any play, he's... Yeah, he could take it to the house. So, that's the only reason why I say... but. I, why I said it could be it could potentially be difficult run away from I mean, all you got to really do is run away from Mac the thing I always think about football is it's like any sports prediction you make is who the fuck knows really right. but football in particular because it really is the playoffs are one game all right you just have to catch fire for one game. Have a right, have the right game plan for one game. They got to have a bad day. One game, right? And it just seems like so often. The chalk doesn't hold up in football. The right. number one seed doesn't make it through. Right, right. That's why I was thinking, that's another thing that always factors in with these things right. for me is like, it just seems like a lot in football that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like the uh, March Madness tournament. Yeah, I think last year was the first time the two top seeds, not the first time, but like, I think for a while maybe it has actually held, but typically in my mind's eye, as long as I've been alive, since yeah. parody came in, like, you never know. Yeah. Denver wasn't the one seed when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Nobody's won that billion dollar bracket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You exactly. the whole shit. Exactly. So it's tough. Good point. Um, What about the Vikings? Real threat? I thought they'd be really good with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is having a really good year, but they don't seem super dangerous right now. I don't know. Like all the football guys I, I listen to. Fine, let's throw them out there. Them. What about San Diego? San Diego's a fucking Nobody's thing, talking man. about San Diego. Bro, they are eight and eight and two, nine and two. Eight and three. Eight and three. Yeah. Well they just won uh That's right. Yes, right, it's right, eight three, right? That's right. And uh Philip Rivers broke the record for consecutive passes uh completed, but uh there was an injury to uh Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Like tore he might have tore his meniscus, some kind of meniscus. That's a, I think that's a four week injury or so, I think. So potentially back for the playoffs, but it isn't the best thing for them because right. you need a solid running game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but interesting team that nobody's talking about flying under the radar. Rivers Gates is, gamer, is still a dog. beast. Uh, and finally his targets, like he always has Gates. Yeah. Now they have um, yeah, Keenan Allen is still Keenan great. Allen. Like there's yeah. guys that he can hit. It's uh, it's interesting. I think they're yeah. It's in, I think this playoffs is going to be this gonna very be a, interesting. It's going to be one of the best playoffs ever. I think. Yeah. Like so many teams are good. There are three good teams in the NFC. Three good teams in the AFC. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be competitive. People are going to lose a lot of money. Oh yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah, lose sure. a lot of money. For sure. Um, here's a question. I'm watching the game yesterday. Should we just get rid of field goals? Yo, somebody on the ticket said this exact shit. Really? He has this exact theory. He's like, I hate game-winning field goals. I hate that a kicker can decide the outcome of a game. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, why the fuck should this act that has nothing to do with the sport whatsoever decide the entire game? It seems kind of absurd. It does. I mean, I'm, I'm down to get rid of all kicking. Like, every bit of kicking. Just get rid of it. I mean, it seems crazy, but it also seems crazy that they thought of kicking field goals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. for what? We need to know, like, the history of that shit. All I'm saying is, like, it's not a very exciting part of the game. The kicker isn't even really a football player. Yeah. It, it, nothing nothing about this is football-esque. I don't mm. know how you would change that. I know you'd have a lot more going for it on fourth downs. I mean, you have to. feel like fucking Madden. You have to. You can't punt from inside. You still allow punts, right? Of course, but yeah. You're not punting from their territory. You're just going to go for it. Unless you want to pin them. Which would get wild. That's like video game. That's like NFL Blitz. Yeah, but like, let it be fun. I would love it, man. I would... Imagine how dangerous that would be. A fucking 20-yard punt. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> just people getting blasted. No, I don't, you're not crazy. I, I just heard this two weeks ago, and at first I was like, that's nuts. Get the fucking but then I thought about it. Like, yes, it is it's crazy. Not, it's not as ex- exciting, but sometimes it's pretty cool. It's yeah, like, when your team wins on one, it's a shit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It like it all comes down to this, especially if it's like a, a long field goal. Yeah. Like that that is exciting. It's exciting, but it's like to me, it's not football. And why should the game be decided on a play that isn't football? Yes, I understand it's part of the game. People are like, oh, it's part of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But didn't it start with kicks? Isn't that why they call it football? I don't know why the fuck well, they're, they call they're it trying, They're basically trying to get rid of kickoffs. They're trying to weed without, that shit out yeah, because there's too many injuries. Yeah. Right? So my feeling is let's get rid of these field goals next. Now, will the scores be lower? Okay, potentially. But maybe they'll be higher. Who knows? Maybe, when you, maybe you find out going for it for four down. First of all, four down territory... Yeah. Changes the game, right? Yeah. Especially once you're in four down territory, which would be anywhere over the fifty yard line, more or less, yeah. right? Every anywhere over the fifty yard line, you're in four down territory. Now you're not going for two five yard outs. Now you're going for three three yard outs. Right, right, right. I understand what you're saying. Right mm. now you're dividing up those four plays. Changes, yeah. The whole strategy changes. Now when you have a guy like Mark Ingram or Alvin Kamara who can guarantee you three yards on a checkdown. Yeah. That's that's buckets right there when you think about it, right? Potentially, yeah. I mean, yeah. So you want to take so wait, away wait punting for too? Wait for it. No, no. Keep punting. Keep punting. You're allowed oh. to keep punting. But once you're above the 50-yard line, you can be in four-down territory where it's not going to be too too bad. Too okay, bad situation. Okay. Yeah, of course, you want to like put them down. You want to put them down right. on like, you know, pin them down on their like first-yard line, right? But let's, let's think about it like this, right? The three-yard checkdown play, and that's just where like a running back does a little screen as like a last option because the quarterback doesn't see any plays opening up and down the field. Right. right. When you can get a first down off of three of those, right? What does that? What does that? Ha- what does that force the defense to do? Tighten up. Tighten up. What does tightening up leave? No gaps for touchdowns mm-hmm. for like long plays. Now it induces. The long play. So first and ten, second and ten, third and ten. You're passing three yard out. Now it's fourth and one, which is incredibly manageable. I'm I mean, just saying, right? It it creates a different dynamic on that side of right. the ball, and it opens it up for long plays. You better play up on me. Right. You bet. Hey, that 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 middle linebacker or that uh, whatever whatever the was it weak side linebacker? Yeah. The weak side linebacker who thought that he was just going to kind of like casually watch the running back as he yeah. saw the play develop. Now he's like, nah, I need to be on him. Right. Potentially, yeah. And I, I will say this. The league is going for it way more on fourth down than ever. And honestly, it was the Eagles coach, Doug Peterson, who started that. To flip that. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe we will get to that point. It I, doesn't, I say that's what you do. Take away son. kicking it off on fourth down. Like, I, I think no punting. go for it. Yeah, no punting. Ooh, I, I think, think that's, that's wild. If you're at your own 10-yard line. And how exciting is that? It's like, oh, shit, we have to do this or see so for me, that's too much. Here's And here's the reason why. I First of all, I agree with you. I think it's exciting. But... I do agree with Akash, and here's why. The game will get too cautious on your side of the ball, right? It will be, if you know if you're at your own 10 and you're like, fuck, if I don't make it out of here, I can't even punt, I'm not even going downfield first or second down. I'm looking for three-yard gain, three-yard gain, three-yard gain, and eventually get that first down. So you don't want- the opposite? Wouldn't you go- Long to try to get away out of your zone. The, a longer it's a play, higher is, risk yeah. play, higher risk play. So you probably wouldn't get it as much as if you did the three three yard outs. Okay, right. So like you don't want the you don't want the play to decrease in terms of excitement. We still want excitement. 
Yeah, I just also think that's too wild if you're just getting the ball on the opponent's ten because but, they they had to go. No, for no, it. you can't do that. But once, games. but once you get past that fifty, son, yeah, it's either check down or end zone, right? Or a wide array of room in in the middle where plays can happen. I'm not, listen. I'm not. I'm not completely sold on the idea, but I don't think it's crazy. I wouldn't dismiss it out of hand. I wouldn't be like, "Nah, fuck that. That's stupid." Because it, it is wild that a fucking guy who's built like me can decide the outcome of a game of a With, Super Bowl. Imagine you're a defensive tackle, genetic fucking freak. Yeah. Right. Like you are some dude who doesn't even speak English. Just <laughs> ended the Super Bowl. Adam Vinatieri ended multiple Super Bowls. Fam. Can you imagine if you're not, if you're on the Rams or on the fucking Panthers, like, this motherfucker is going to send me home from the Super Bowl? And then we could stop that like end of the game where they pretend to like the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> right? They don't even know the guy's first name. They're just like, there you go, 12. I hear him calling them by their number because they don't even know the fucking guy's name. That's funny. <laughs> Let's get that out of the game. Let's get that fucking, just the exciting parts. Watch the XFL came out and they're like, hey, we're not doing field goals. Watch they came out with all the rules that we're saying. Be interesting. So you're saying get rid of field goals, and then once they're past the 50, they have to go for it. You can't punt. No, they can. It's just why would you? Why would you? At that point, you're... you're, If you're at their 35, are you really going to punt it, or are you going to go for it? Right, like think about it. You're you're at their 35, right? Yeah. You could go for the first down, or you could punt it and then position them maybe at the 10. It's like we're talking about... What if you're at their 40? Well, that's, that's where the game comes in. It's like, do you have a really good punter? Yo, and then, no joke, punting becomes a real skill. Instead of yeah. just, hey, boot it up and see whatever. No, fam. Figure out how to get it on a two. Which happens now, but it could potentially happen more. It could be an even yeah. better field skill. field goals are not an option. Now it's like, all punting. Now it's all punting, so it, that, that see, comes into play more. I was thinking, if you take away punting, then it's like... Oh shit! I think that's so wild. That would there be so many like long ass field goals. Nah, okay. I hear what you're saying. I hear I hear what you're saying. But imagine how much fun those returns could potentially be. That's also true. Hmm. Right? They need to switch something up. Something has to change. I mean, listen, they got a great thing going right now. This this league is fun, but that is a good point. That this guy is deciding so many games. This position kicker. It's too much. There's too much importance on it. It really is it is skewed a bit in the other way. So that's, I think it's a valid point. Anyway, we're just trying to have safe sports here. Um, <laughs> guys, okay, so there was an interesting fight this weekend on pay-per-view. It was uh, Tito Ortiz versus Chuck Liddell. Uh, it, it lasted less than a round. I don't know if you saw it. Nah. The reason why I want to bring it up is because um, it exposed something very interesting about fight sports. Okay. And it's that it has almost nothing to do with skill at fighting and everything to do with rivalry. Mm. When we know people hate each other, we want to see them fight. Ortiz and Liddell hate each other? Yes. They've had passes. This is their Mm -hmm. third fight. Okay. And we'll expose two things about fighting. But one, it's about rivalry. Just like with football, we love the rivalry games. Mm Mm-hmm. Basketball, we love the rivalry, love any beef. What we were talking about saving the WNBA is make some fucking rivalries, have these bitches scratching their fucking eyes out, ripping out their hair, create some intrigue. These guys had a history. They're both over the fucking hill. Right. They're both super roided up for this shit. Right. Like crazy roided up. Right. These guys are in their 40s and they're just chiseled. Right. Statues. You yeah. definitely own roids. 
But there was this beef and there was this rivalry, so we watched them. Chuck Liddell, what happens with a lot of times fighters who have been knocked out, yeah. every time you get knocked out, it takes something off of your chin, mm. meaning you're susceptible yeah. to getting knocked out again. Right. And Chuck got KO'd by a punch that should not KO. Mm. It was a good, solid, straight right. Right. But it wasn't something that should KO a cage fighter. Right. But it just shows that his jaw is gone. His chin is gone. He mm. can't sustain any more knockouts. Right. Um, but it is an interesting thing to consider when it, you know, when it comes to fight sports, which are, if you're marketing it, fuck the nice guy shit. Yeah. Where's the beef? Yeah. You know, is there a history of war between countries? Let them, let them fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there a history of beef between trainers or something? Right. Let them right. market this. We don't care about the skill. We pretend we do because it gives us an excuse to watch humans maul each other. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, that's literally what it is. Yeah. Like, with fucking bullfighting, we're like, look how elegant it is. No. You like watching an animal suffer. I also love street fights because it's mad emotional. It's beautiful. A street fight where the guys are just fucking around, I'm gonna get bored. You know what the video gets a million clicks every time? Bully gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Justice. Yep. Vindication. Yep. To that end, Khabib apparently came out and said he'd be open to reconciliation with Conor McGregor. Sure. Do you think this shit was planned from the jump? Ooh, good question. No, I don't, but I think I think Khabib is truly Muslim to the point where it's forgiveness uh, and like open your heart and like let you know Allah decide and and these types. Right, of right, right. I truly believe he believes, man. Okay, I, I really I, f- I feel it was planned, but. McGregor went too far. Like it's uh, like it's like oh we're jonesing on each other, but then somebody says oh but your mama, and now it's like shit fam, why'd you talk yeah, about? Yeah. Okay, fair enough, that's cool. And it could have been that. I mean, he definitely was expecting antics. He didn't know it was going to get that exactly. far. Yeah, but I I feel like he's true to his religion, and I feel like what that compassion that you're supposed to have, and you know you know forgive thy enemy, let the you know. Because my first thought when I read that is I don't know if people would watch it, but now you can have a rematch. Yeah. But we want the rematch. Sure that's the driving motive. That's what I was wondering. See, this is where UFC's fucking it up. Like, fighters from their camps should already be fighting each other. That's a good point. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. like the dude that fought in the ring, have yeah. him fight another one from the camp and keep the beef going. Right, we don't right. want this passivity right. in a fight sport. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Right. I want the dude that got jumped to fight the dude that jumped him. Yeah. Right. That's a great point. Right? So, we'll see what happens, but it does bring us to an interesting potential situation for the flagrant two boys. Mm. I was wondering when we were going to get to this. Izzy, our boy Izzy Adesanya, the style bender, yep. is going to fight. He's going to headline a UFC event. I think it's 234 in Melbourne, Australia. Yep. Happens in February. I DM'd him. He hasn't responded to me. He's too big. He's too famous now. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I'm free that weekend. Akash is free that weekend. Alex Media is free that weekend. Shit, I know it was in Australia, though. (laughs) Don't worry about it. They might not let me in. Nah, you good, you good, you good, you good. It's different. 
Kaz. We might not be good. Yeah, no, we might be good. We might be good. We might not Australia be good. We're going to look into it. We're going to Google it. All I'm saying is we could consider going out to see the, the homie fight. I don't know if he's a homie because he don't text back, but yeah. the, the ex-homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could go support the ex-homie. Be a good look. I'm down. Maybe do a show out there. I mean, we would do a show out there. Australia been asking. They've been asking for a show. Now we got the double reason to go, boys. Something to think about. Mm. Flagrant 2, let us know what y'all think. Let us know if we should roll That's out. a lot of travel for a weekend, though. Ooh, I think we'd have to stretch it out. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd have to be more than just a weekend, though. I mean, yeah, but I think I think it's the weekend before All-Star, so we'd have to figure out something. Maybe we go the week before, do an episode there, stay that week. Mm. Something to think about. It is something to think about. We're just throwing it out there. Um. Oh, my God. We had to restart this. So Did we even say anything about shows or anything? No, nah, plug your dates now, and then we should probably get up out of here. All right, let's wrap this up. Um... I wonder if Alex you can just put all this in the beginning yeah I can okay so we're gonna put the dates in the beginning you've already heard them just know that we recorded them at the end that's how in on this shit you guys are <laughs> and you're welcome for the hour and 15 minute discussion on <laughs> Dwight Howard and this trans or gay chick <laughs> I know 30 minutes in you're like if this shit don't fucking wrap up <laughs> Oh, you know who doesn't wrap it up? That's what I was just <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. How you get there? Got you, man. Um, we love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to Flavor Two. We're gonna see you, uh, all the patrons. We're gonna see you on a patron episode in a couple days. Hell yeah. Um, if not, we're gonna see the rest of you next Tuesday. Keep spreading the word. Keep building the army. Keep changing the fucking game. Oh, man, I recorded something else on the first thing. That, uh, ah, well, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. But this has been Flagrant 2. Yeah, bless. Peace.